Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, folks. <laughs> And welcome back to Blighty Day Fiance. We are a recap, reality TV recap after show. If you feel that my voice is too slow and that it takes me half an hour to finish a thought, you may wish to adjust the settings on your podcast player of choice to mm-hmm. 1.5. Sure. Perhaps that'll be more pal- palatable for you. I'm a big fan of like 1.2 just takes the edge off sure yeah not for you for everything my name's michelle i'm robin hello and uh yeah that's who we are we're married to each other Mm -hmm. uh we fell in love in Mm. a hopeless place otherwise known as a dating app (laughs) (laughs) otherwise known as london otherwise uh, known as london the place we think is better than anywhere else (laughs) um we're very defensive today aren't we i think we can tell them why all right i think it's only fair first of all if you are a new listener and you've come to us via a reality gaze or a recommendation of a friend doctor's advice yeah sure welcome welcome we are so so jazzed to have you please join our uh, Facebook group, if Facebook is your thing, it's Blighty Day Bays, B-A-E-S. Blighty is spelled B-L-I-G-H-T-Y. Um, you can find us on the Instagram at Blighty Day. And we're still on Twitter sometimes, but do not very have, often. Do you have to call it X? 
I'm not calling it anything new and and not because I care that much. I just I mean I don't have to do anything I I don't want to do. Yeah. Right. Nor do I. Yeah. Well, for the most part. <laughs> One of the wonderful things about the super rich is you can actually if you ever meet them, you can actually look them in the eye and go, "You don't own me, fucker." And there's nothing they can do about it. It's really good fun. I strongly, strongly recommend that one day you you take a moment to say to someone who thinks they have enormous, great power, influence, and just go, not in my life, you don't. It's really empowering. Except that that's probably untrue because Mark Zuckerberg, for instance, owns at least quite a lot of my data. Yeah. Um, more than... I'm comfortable with. But. Okay, don't do it to him. <laughs> he will fuck you up. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. Welcome to the new people. For the longtime listeners, you might you might detect a bit of sadness, um, a bit of sub a, a subdued tone to my voice. I am very sad to tell you that. Uh, quite simply, the the drugs don't work, as Richard Ashcroft once said. Did he write that or did someone else write that? He did. Are you a cat in a bag waiting to drown? I, I don't think we needed that particular image. It's that a brutal means, lyric. It is, but that should have come with a trigger warning. Apologies to cat lovers. True. It's not something we ourselves relate to, but... All lovers of 90s Britpop. Yeah, uh, the drugs don't work. They make things worse. Mm -hmm. And um, I am on a cocktail of sedatives to keep me from reaching the depths of uh, what is probably the worst depression I've ever experienced. So if you, this is not intended to make you sad, and please don't feel that you have to come to me with condolences. I feel that it's important to speak about these things openly um, because grief is a very lonely journey in my experience and your experience too. It can be very isolating and alienating. Depression is the same, and uh, I am not suggesting that I don't have a blessed life or um, wonderful supportive friends and family, but that's the problem with depression and anxiety to a similar extent is um, it makes you unable to enjoy or recognize those things. Um, so that's where I am. I want to thank our new producer, Cousin Dan, who is helping lighten the load f from from me and from Robin. Yep, Mega um, Mensch Dan. Yeah. Thank you, Cousin Dan. Um, who, who, for all I know... What they're listening to right now has never sounded better. I suspect that will be the case. Dan is going to be helping out with uh, production and some uploading and stuff. And it's a flipping 
godsend because it means I can take care of my gorgeous, beautiful wife, which is the most important thing in my life. Um, so look, just to to be clear about this, um, Michelle's transitioning med routines and she'll probably have to do it a few times until she finds the right one the the long and short of it you don't mind me saying this no, I think, of course not. is that michelle was diagnosed as having one quite significant thing for 20 years of her life and then found out that actually she has a completely different thing it's the sort of thing people write books about and maybe she will one day and it will be incredible but she is my fucking hero i think she's amazing what she's doing is running a marathon every day so sometimes she might talk a little slow yeah i think we can allow that and uh sometimes we might have to do a double pod like today because we just couldn't do one last week well, we couldn't do one last week because you were on a boat venture in the world. Yes, I was. On a on a well-deserved what was meant to be a vacation, but maybe wasn't as much of one. Well, Al- <laughs> Alfie's Alfie. Um, Alfie got in a very love-hate relationship with a swan called Greg. Um, I wish we could post the video. I, We'd have to if there's a way to blur out his face. Maybe I we desperately could. do. Um, this boat was kind of amazing um, because um, <laughs> um, it had like a downstairs which was at water level, right? So you stand looking out of the portholes, the windows. It's a mega yacht. Um, and it, it's not a mega yacht. Let's <laughs> clarify. It, it is a houseboat. It was a houseboat. Um, and like the swans would just come up and like just try and attack you through the glass um they couldn't understand why their biting wasn't working um and greg in particular just didn't under he was (coughs) against the glass couldn't understand why he wasn't biting alfie's face off um but it made for a very very amusing video and then i kind of had to stop because i felt a bit sorry for greg yeah I mean, yeah. I feel sorry for him, too. Then I felt sorry for him because I called him Greg instead of Don. And I realized it should have been Don the Swan. Yeah. So now I feel doubly bad. Anyway, we had a nice time on the boat. Um, How did you know it was a signed male swan at birth? Um, because it could have been Yvonne the Swan. Ivana the Swana, um, Ivanka the Swanka. No, Yvonne, as in the name Yvonne. Mm. Oh, Yvonne. The Swan. I thought you were saying Yvonne. Ah, Yvonne the Swan is, yes. is very good. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I could tell because, like I say, we were sort of a water level. So you look through the bottom of the porthole, Greg was hung. Swans have. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, they don't. Um, I, I'm assuming swans have got cloacas. I don't think... Do they not? Did, I, I do all birds fe- not have cloacas? I thought only females had cloacas, but I... No, no, definitely yeah, males. No, that doesn't feel right. Yeah, your cloaca is your penis and your butthole all in one. But Dub- double it... duty, that's a cloaca. Mm. Yeah. All right, mm. well... What else did you do? <laughs> you went on roller coaster rides. We went. Um, Alfie had no idea that the uh, roller coaster we went straight to when we got inside is one that goes upside down and roundy, roundy, twisty, turny, turn. Um, and it blew his mind that he actually managed to do that. 
having done all that, the rest of the day was spent with him going, can't do anything else. Can't do anything. Aww. It was very sweet. It was very sweet. But yeah, me and Alfie got to have, you know, our lads trip uh, to the boat, bit of swanning in the world. We went to see the Indiana Jones movie at Shepperton Studios. They've got a, um, a cinema at Shepperton, which is where they do the screenings mm-hmm. while they're making the films. Mm-hmm. Oh, honey, the Anns. <laughs> <laughs> Um, long-term listeners will know that ANS is what we call cables. There were some gorgeous, gorgeous cables in this room. These lovely 15-inch JBL um, subwoofers. I was very excited by the tech array, this gorgeous mixing desk. Um, but, yeah, we saw that there. It was really – have you ever been – I mean, you, I know you have, like on big proper like film sets. I have, yes. Those studio complexes are just such a thrill – to go to because they're huge they're towns right and you drive past these buildings the size of villages i know i went to one for four years right i because <laughs> yeah i know that's why i said he studied at Ealing. yeah um, but um i've been to pinewood before i'd never been to shepparton um but it's yeah like and then you look up all the things that they filmed there and you go oh it's very exciting is shepperton the one i'm so sorry to cut you off because i'm just I, it's more that i'm trying to figure out whether it's part of the same group as my model or at least it is now i've been there is that the one do they have like an old timey a thing that looks like a mill there I, I guess you wouldn't have seen it i didn't see that no okay um the most fun thing is when you're driving along, you go past all the parking spaces that being assigned for the people that are currently shooting there. Mm-hmm. Very thrilling. <laughs> Very thrilling. You go, I can't remember any of the actors now, but you go, ooh. And it's like, ooh, they're making that film here at the moment. It's very, I'm, look, I'm saying this. I know that, you know, if he ever lowers himself to listen to our grot. Like, you got people like Jake going, yeah, I live in Hollywood, okay? <laughs> this stuff is, like, really normal. No, but it, it's really special. Like, I, I think it's a very unusual experience, even in film school, to shoot your own projects in a proper soundstage. And in the yeah. time that I was there, yeah. they built, uh, like, a what do you call it? A gallery with the mixing board and everything, which I, which spoiler alert, I was terrible at because when I'm under any kind of pressure, for those of you don't, who aren't aware, and I I don't mean to talk down to you, but nor do I mean to throw daylight on, on magic, but when you're filming live television and there are multiple cameras, you have a director who's in the back and you will have seen this on shows like anything to do with the news it's yeah, a, it's yeah. very similar yeah the producers walk into into the gallery right and you've yeah. got like 12 screens monitors uh one for each camera and then you got your vision mixer who, yes who is the one going oh cuts to that camera and that guy it's not the director who does it it's the vision mixer yeah and, forgive me and and they they're almost it's almost like touch typing it's just a vibe and an instinct to know where to press and sometimes you'll blend between them like crossfading like a dj might do with two decks and sometimes you'll just do hard cuts and transitions and yeah 
Well, sometimes the director's involved. I mean, when oh, I sure. was... A director may make a call, like goats too. But when I was learning how to do it, I had a director breathing down my neck going, yeah. go to two, yeah, go to three. And it was like, I, I was... <laughs> It, it, yeah, it's so easy to mess up. Oh, yeah. And when you mess up, it's like, think about doing, um, think about that Emily Maitlis interview with Sweaty Pedo, otherwise known as Prince Andrew. Like, can you imagine an interview like that and you miss a micro expression? Yeah, it'd be like anytime you're yeah, being yeah. grilled, and I know the camera setup's a bit different. That there, wasn't but... live as well. You go back with the rushes and sure. Okay, so um, terrible example. That's of that. fine, but you pick out those micro expressions. No, the worst thing is if you're doing live things, and obviously you cut the camera, and the presenter doesn't know what camera to go to, and so. Everyone at home is watching someone talking to like their wall <laughs> instead of yeah. that. That's that's where it gets really shit. Anyway, little inside baseball there. Yeah, yeah. They, they'll do that at the uh, at the tell-alls. They will. That's a perfect example. At the tell-alls, they will absolutely do that. And and also, I mean, they're not live again, but I suspect. No, but you still have Sean Robinson with the producer. I think yeah, yeah. when they. I suspect they're shot as live. So I think you probably have live vision mixing and then yeah. you, you may go back and fix some stuff and go, oh, we cut to that and we shouldn't have let stay on three. But I imagine you do a live cut because it's just quicker. Anyway. No one cares. No one cares at all. But what a thrill for me and Alfie to go and see the indie movie. Not an indie movie, big studio movie, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, at, at, the, at the big palace with the big Netflix offices and the big movies being made there and stuff. It's very cool. I recommend it. If if near you there is a giant film studio that lets people in to come and watch movies, like why do they do that? But they were so nice. Because it's like the people that work in those places, they're used to like the people that drive in being super important. So you're just a punter going to watch a movie, but they're like, this way, sir. It's, it's, it's really glorious. They are lovely. Yeah, they and are. they deserve to be paid way more than they are. I thought you were going to say, if you come to England, visit Shepperton Studios. If you come to England, I'll go to a movie in Shepperton with you, maybe. No, I think if you have it's really a, cool. even like a remote interest in filmmaking, maybe Ealing's gotten a bit funny about secure securitol well, and things thing. of that nature. You, but you can't just get on these lots. That's the thing. No. But when you get in, you can drive around as much as you want before you find the right car park. So like me and Alvu are having a good old cruise for well, a Unless you're <laughs> unless you're in Ealing in 2012 and a certain former pop star um, and at that time current presenter was there shooting a L'Oreal commercial and everyone had to turn their cameras off because she was so important. If you want to know, I'll ask, but it, if you're American, you're probably not going to know who she is. Is it the one who named her dog after my dog? Yes. Yeah. The one I spent many a morning with while she had toothpaste all over her face for her spots. 
Yeah, Come the, at me if you want to know who this is. The one who uh, I believe assaulted someone in a bathroom? Yes. yes. Yeah. There, All right. There was a... Look, a, none of us is perfect. Slightly racist assault. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, we're spilling all the tea today. All should we, the tea. Should we talk about the show? Well, I just wanted to, I wanted to tell my other anecdote very, oh, okay. very, very quickly of when I went to Pinewood Studios... Um, and bear in mind, Shepton, they filmed like a load of the Star Wars there, but Pinewood is better known for that kind of thing. And um, a mate of mine invited me to go to a meeting at Pinewood for something. And he goes, um, let's just go in here for a minute. I'm like, okay, what's, what, what's in here? He's like, you'll recognize it, it'll be all right. So he lifts up this giant like <laughs> aircraft hangar door. And there in front of me, genuinely, the Millennium Falcon. The actual Millennium Falcon. The inside or the outside? Uh, well, the outside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so not the cockpit. No, not the interior set. But, but the interior set is inside the outside. It's a thing. I mean, it genuinely... And it's not like a little model. I it's mean, I'm not, sure there are little models. It's not models. a TLM. Not a TLM. I'm sure there are some to do some things. But there is, like... <laughs> alike can you say life-size for something that's fictional but like a big fucking spaceship exists and is in pinewood they probably just still keep it there to be honest but it was like (gasps) i mean it's very cool if you ever get a chance people that's all i'm saying if you ever get a chance see that's quite glamorous and exciting yeah think like i think of the (laughs) celebrities i've met but then to, like the inanimate objects that I've met are much more interesting. See, come at us if you've met a prop, for example, like if like Gizmo from Gremlins, if you've actually sort of had that puppet on your lap or something, it, things like that are much more impressive than meeting real people. Well, that's why I'm dying to take you uh, again. I'm aware that we're on a diversion. The coolest prop... They haven't had any of this. they got 20 minutes of bullshit. That's what they come for. You're loving it, aren't you? Thank you for interrupting me again. Yeah. It, it's really helpful because it takes me... If, if anyone wants to wonder... If, if anyone does wonder why it takes me 25 minutes to finish a thought, it's because yeah. I'm constantly interrupted. Yeah. You were going to talk about Leon. I know you were. <sighs> the town. Not the movie. I was not going to talk about that. I was going to talk about the Millennium Falcon is cool (laughs) and the underwater thing at Pinewood is cool and the Gatsby house at Pinewood is cool and I really wanted to get married there, but unfortunately (laughs) we were short, you know, 150,000 pounds an hour. So, um the water tank is fucking epic though like they can fit proper ships in there to do those naval scenes it's amazing what i did get where at the studio where i went to school the only reason i don't i i know you've already named it but the only reason i don't want to name it is because they were really nice to me there most of the time and i don't want to slag them off because they they did go out of their way and there were so many kind i i worked with it's it's funny you mention it um i worked with and was taught by the lead cinematographer on the first three indiana jones movies yeah 
who's also who was also named Robin, Thank and God. was the absolute kindest, most patient person. Second kindest. There was another. Anyway, <laughs> the whole point of me bringing up the story was that rather than get left cool set pieces, um, and they shot Downton Abbey there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the downstairs bits. So for those of you who froth over Edwardian period dramas like I do, yes, I saw them. <laughs> um, I was too scared to go up to talk to them. But the the only set pieces that we got to keep or that were left at the studio were uh from Alice in Wonderland that's wow. the Tim Burton one uh-huh. so we had like a giant apple a giant topiary apple I, I know someone who would love that I mean you think that you would love that but when it's been out in the weather oh. for quite some time moldy old apple it becomes a moldy old apple with a hole in it that's just not <laughs> as much fun and bizarrely uh, pieces of the set from the from the descent too, like the Amazing. sequel of the descent. So there were all these weird like descend lower. <laughs> that should have been the tag. No, but the, I mean, there were pieces of rock wall and huh. stuff like that, and repelling ropes and wires. And I have a terrible habit of stealing things from. Um, Souvenirs, I should say. Oh, sure. Uh, well, it's like people that used to go to like royal garden parties. If you didn't steal an ashtray, you didn't go, right? Number well, 10. Jeremy Strong does it. Does he? Does he steal ashtrays? No, he keeps he little keeps things. things. He from does. The, from the he set. keeps mementos from all his movies. Yeah. yeah. Now, granted, it's probably stuff that no one's going to miss. But yeah, Some of them are a bit shit. Um, that was delightful. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to that. Should we do some 90 da fuck? Um, so, yeah, I was off with Alfie doing all that stuff. That's why we didn't do one last week. Oh, also a bit of a filler episode, but we'll cover it. We'll cover it. And we thought you deserved a double whammy. So, um, strap well, we yourselves didn't in. Get, we didn't get Louise and Jose this week. No. So. Let's do them now, then. Yeah. Yeah. Um. He made it out of Chokey. He made it out of immigration, which again is no joke. Now, I said I would address this. Many of you saw this comment on Facebook. Okay, but I'm going to try to put it as succinctly as I can. And again, if I'm speaking too slowly for you, please feel free to speed it up. There are proper legal avenues to pursue uh, when you wish to bring your foreign partner over to live with you in the UK. What I would have recommended to this couple, and I stress that I am not an immigration expert. I am a law student, as many of you are now aware. And having gone through the immigration process myself, I can speak to the absurdity of the process, how painful it can be, because mine went terribly wrong through no fault of my own. But I'll tell that story another day. If I haven't already, if I have, I apologize. Anyway, 
The right way to do this would be to apply for a fiancé visa, whereby Jose could come to the UK for six months. They're a bit more generous than the U.S. is. Six months. Um, and Louise and Jose could live together. And as long as they're married by the end of that six months, normally he can stay. Mm-hmm. Now, my guess is that Louise thought that waiting for that was too big a burden or she tried that and it didn't work. Mm -hmm. I think probably the latter option is the true one. Because they've been speaking for, what, two years? Yeah. My vibe is that. And look, I'm not saying he does have a criminal record. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he certainly likes to deport himself so that people might think he does. I don't think that has anything to do with it. Um, But I understand where you're coming from. That's all. Equally, There are many reasons why you might not get a visa, but, like, I don't know, his social media probably doesn't look great. That's probably, yeah. A very common misconception is that Colombia is not on the list of countries where you don't need a tourist visa to get into the UK. All right. So you don't need a tourist visa from America mm-hmm. to travel to the UK. You don't need one from Colombia. A Colombian can come over as a tourist without mm-hmm. a visa, which is why... Part of the visa waiver program. Sure. Which I think has changed its name now, but sure. Yeah. So I think that, and I have no proof of this whatsoever, so do not come at me. I think that Louise and Jose were rejected for the uh, fiancé visa. They got married in Colombia, and their intention was that he would come over as a tourist, safe in the knowledge that as the UK is currently part of the European Convention on Human Rights, which, by the way, they wrote. So now that this government is so desperate to get out of it, it's a bit, mm, yeah, I have a lot to say about that. I'm not going to put that here. But basically, uh, he is within his rights as soon as he passes through immigration, to stay here because he is the spouse of a UK residence. And you have, resident. under the uh, under that human rights re- legislation, part of it is the right to family life. Yes. Yes. Article and, 8, I think it is. Right. So it would be a human rights violation to deport him, yep. taking him away from his legal family. Correct. Yeah. However... You don't have that right to just have that family life immediately. That is not what the human right is. (laughs) Right? So the way it is supposed to be done is you apply for that. You get married over there, by all means. Apply for the spousal visa, and then when it comes through, he can come over here. An alternative, I suppose... They may be thinking, come over here as a tourist, then apply for it so he's here while they're waiting for it to come through. No, 
but it won't illegal. work. It's illegal. Yeah, you can't right? do that. It's illegal. And they, and they won't grant that spouse or because you came over on a tourist when you were married. They will also... You lied. Yes. Yeah. They will also hold it against you yeah. that you were here on a tourist visa. Now, what, another possibility, and thank you, Cousin Dan, for this, who actually... Um, is a rather expert in this area, um, in addition to their many other talents. The other possibility is that Jose could enter the country as a creative artist, taking part in a documentary series. Hmm. And all he would need is a letter from production hmm. explaining that he is not paid to participate because remember y'all, I don't know if you were aware of this, but they do not get paid even a per diem here in the UK. Because they want it to be classified as a documentary and not an entertainment show because you get tax breaks for that. Correct. Do I blame them for doing that? No. Is it humane? Uh, I'm not going to say, cause I don't want to get in trouble with them. I'm sure they do a per diem. I'm sure it's not that bad. Um, it is. Anyway, uh, so he could have very easily come over. They wouldn't have been bothered whether he was married or not. Yeah. As long as I they knew that he was the going truth, to be in and out. Having lied, clearly lied to immigration about the purpose of his visit. Um, you can imagine that interview. Oh, you're over as a tourist. What touristy kind of things are you hoping to do? I love you, chicken. It's just not going to work, is it? Um, having clearly lied to them, he would be on the next plane back. I am 99% certain he got bailed out by production. 99%. So am I. Can't That's, prove it. I can't prove it either. But it's the only thing that makes sense. Because for them not to boot him straight back... It does make a mockery of the immigration system, I have well, to say. Well, if I were a cynical person, I might be of the belief that having a baby is not just about giving Jose the opportunity to be a father. It would be a great dad. He would. We, 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 neither of us... Oh, God. <laughs> neither of us can do her accent because it's, this, it's, this, it's the You're Gloucestershire You're much better than me. Accent. You're much better than me. But even I'm doing... And it's part visual. You need to... It is. You do need to the be nodding the head. Go up, but you nod and shake your head now, at the same time. Some of you might be thinking, well... Poor Louise, she's disabled, she needs help, and it must have taken her an awful lot of time to raise the kind of money that she would need, like, you know, Sean had to, for as in Sean and Christine, mm. to bring her over. Mm. Well, guess what, chicken butts? <laughs> when you are disabled and on benefits, you are not required to meet the minimum income requirement. I am a fan of that policy. I don't think anyone should be denied the right to be with someone they love because they are disabled. But finances are not a factor in that. So let's... Am I right in saying that you also don't have to pay the very sizable amount for an application? 
That I don't know about. Okay, because it's like two grand would... just to apply for those sure. kinds of visas, right? I don't know if you... I don't know if they waive the application fee. I know that you don't have to meet the um, the income requirement. Even if the, the person you are sponsoring, essentially, um, has no means of supporting themselves. I mean, I can't answer that because I'm not an mm. attorney. Okay. But... I imagine so because you can't work here for a period of time once you've been given a visa. But maybe they still need to have savings to prove that they can pay for themselves, seeing as how the government is paying for her, essentially, right? Mm Because she's on benefits, I believe, right? I believe, I think. It would certainly appear that way. So they're not going to give twice the benefits. He's not entitled to anything. So I, th- I think we're getting into. And she the, doesn't have money to support him. I think we're getting into the woods here. Right. I I'd prefer that someone who knows, with respect, yeah, I yeah, prefer yeah. that someone who knows what they're talking about talk about that part. Anyway, anyway, we can't get our bloody heads around the fact that the chicken man is in the country. Yeah, um, and I'm sure not, not that either of us are keep the borders closed or anything. It's just it is a bit galling. I will say when people suffer. You know, playing fair. Now, I would have very different opinions, by the way, if this were an asylum case, um, where I don't think people should have to pay play anyway at all. Um, I think our policies are pretty grotesque in that regard. But I don't think you should lie. That's all I'm saying. Totally agree. Yeah. Now, uh, another thing that I want to talk about is... Poor Jesse. MVP of the season. I, look, I know that there are other people that we adore, right? Yeah. That kid is just gold. I love him. People have favorably compared him to uh, Safi from yeah. AbFab. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Parentify child in the extreme. Yes. Yeah. Although I, I'm only hesitant to make that comparison because Louise wishes. Although, if you yeah. head over to her Instagram, Ooh. Uh, she was not lying about being an influencer. She Her engagement is extremely impressive. It certainly is. Um, does she look constipated in every single photo? Certainly or does. Or disappointed? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I personally don't find that look seductive. I see it every day in the mirror. Um, yeah, for those of you who are wondering about my IBS situation right now, oh boy, uh, extremely constipated. Um, not much going in, not much going out either. Uh, and what does come out is. Uh, well, we don't need to go into that. Anyway, if you want to know more... Yeah, hit us up. We're available to talk up. about it. I'm always happy to talk about that. I can t- yeah. tell you about my stomach line in passing itself today. That's fine. We'll have that conversation. Um, what yeah. are your thoughts, Robin, on... <laughs> what are your thoughts on going to someone's house? Mm. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or indeed having someone over and yeah. taking... Let's say I take my shoes off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would you rub my feet if we were at 
Emma's house. I would not do that, no. No. Right? You don't put, like, foot flex on a stranger's house. I, a lot of people... What's your belief about the no shoes in the house thing? What's your vibe on that? Do you really need to ask me that? I mean, you you feel yes. I mean, look, I get that. But what I think more is like, I'm always very uncomfortable saying that to guests. My vibe is, do what you want. You're a guest. But... Don't take your socks off and start picking your toenails in my house because you won't be in my house for very long if you do. It's like people that do it on planes. For Unforgivable. Me, well, excuse me. Some of us have... I, I've never gone barefoot on a plane, but I have taken my shoes off because I needed to. It's when people wave their feet around, and worse, when they take their socks off and start pulling the lint out from between their toes and dropping it on the floor. You mean what you do when you're next to me on the sofa every single night that I beg you not to do? Yes. Okay. It's unforgivable. <laughs> Just to be clear. No, that's not the issue that I have. And I, I The issue I had is that he's wearing this stupid fucking tracksuit. He's made no effort at all. He doesn't even stand when Jesse enters the room which is damn rude. And you know what? Every other time someone has come to someone's house on any of these shows and met a child, what do you do? What do you do? You say hi to them? Well, first you say something. That's right. He doesn't even, he doesn't even look at, he doesn't meet his eye. But a gift. Where's the fucking gift, dude? Right. Where's the gift? It was like, <laughs> like you've got to win some favor here, but also it's just a curtain. Like you're in his house, and it's like he's intruding on you in in your living room somehow. It was it was shocking. What are your thoughts on the bathroom thing? Do you do you think he's do you think Jose's shitting in one bathroom? <laughs> Finishing up in there. I think he's got a lot of projects on the go. Showering. Yeah. Because... I don't think he showers. Well, then why is there water all over the floor? I don't know that it's water. Um... It's, a, it's a disaster. It's a, it's a, at best, he is the worst kind of student that you are like, this is your roommate. <laughs> And it's just like, oh my God, four years of hell, right? At best, he's student level. But I think we can all agree he's an eight-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. And he acted like an eight-year-old. Like, it was um, Jesse's job somehow to welcome him, not for him to make an impression. At a certain I, age, it doesn't work like that. I can't even... It's not a situation that I can fathom, to be totally honest with you. It's but a... Jesse hadn't made him a snack box. Jesse hadn't made a compilation of his favourite cartoons. Jesse hadn't done any of the things that he should have done for a child visiting the house. I just think it's beyond disturbing that she wants to have a child with him and mm. i think i think she has some weird adult and look 
whatever floats your boat is fine with me as long as no one's getting hurt. I struggle to understand the adult baby fetish, but she seems to want a husband that she has to raise and a baby that she has to raise. It's Normally, the, the layers—it's the inception-like right. <laughs> parenting layers. Normally, in yeah. situations like this, we can call—we see it from a mile off, right? It's a fetish. That's fine. It's your thing. No, but where there's a man who's emotionally like Kalani and Asuelu. Right. You have a man who is not emotionally equipped yeah. to be a father at that stage in his life and may never be. And they think they're good fathers. Like Asuelu yeah. thinks he's the world's greatest dad because he picks the kids up and throws them around a bit, right? Yeah. And I don't know, Asuelu might be an okay dad. I'm not sure. But all I've seen of his dadding is that stuff, right? That's a brother. That's not a dad. <sighs> or an uncle yeah. at best. Yeah. Anyway, complete car crash. I love it more. Mercy and Michael. Right. We we saw the full wedding. I, she was very grumpy in the world, wasn't she? <sighs> a little bit grumpy. I don't have anything new to say. I think she no. had no idea what she was getting into. She was no. looking for a little bit of fun and excitement. And then all of a sudden, she is real life engaged to this real man with a, uh, with a family and children. And there is a real dead goat and everything is pretty damn real. Her friends are downing the real shots. <laughs> and it's all real. Too real. I've never seen I have never seen someone look so unhappy on their wedding day. I know. Never. Well, and we've watched a lot of seasons of maths. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that felt it like. It felt like maths, didn't it? Yeah. Married at first sight for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about. Um yeah, it felt like that. Where it was like this isn't what I ordered. No. Um, but he was so game at that wedding. He, you know what? He's a lovely man, I think. You know? I think he is too. And I, I like him. I feel terrible for him because I think instead of... She is very young. And I think instead of owning up to her own feelings and doubts and insecurities, she is going to make him drive her away so that she can yeah. blame him for this because otherwise if she goes back to her family and says yeah i couldn't i, I, I couldn't cut it what what she could I'm, never do that what i'm worried about is that she'll be cast as a villain and i don't really want to characterize her that way i know she's going to come across as the judgmental um aloof woman african woman who is too good for this shit do you know what I mean? And I'm worried that there'll be slightly kind of racisty kind of tones to it. And and I don't think that when it happens, and I think we'll get it next week. I don't. I would like us to try not to see it like that. I would like us to try and see it as a young girl completely out of her depth, rather than, because eh, I don't. I actually don't think that's what's happening. Well, that's endemic 
to this show. And even yeah. when we have, I mean, look, I'm, <laughs> I'm a white lady. It, it's, I can't speak on this from personal experience, but I'm, I am in no way comfortable. I mean, that that's why we stopped recapping Maths UK, if mm-hmm. you all want to know, is because we felt like a black cast member was being vilified and unfairly targeted and, and psychologically destroyed and then publicly shamed. And we just couldn't... The, the production company is really going to love us now. But that's one thing that we... One thing we are never, ever going to do is participate in something like that where there's a very, very clear racist or misogynist narrative that isn't about teaching the audience to challenge those stereotypes and those views. Yeah, not doing it. And okay. I, I think that's what we're going to see next week, but we'll see. Anyway, um, yeah, there were not, a, not a huge more to say about them, really. Um, yeah. No, and a... a apologies ahead of time if there's somebody else we're missing from that please please give us some some grace and understanding yeah thanks um (laughs) so look now we can use katie and alejandro as the bridge to this episode um something is off with alejandro yeah what is it I told you earlier when we were watching it what I think it is. Dude never wanted to come and live in the UK, right? When he was over, they were careful only to show him the bits of the UK that he could tolerate. I think that's true. He wasn't really challenged. Beyond the growlers, (laughs) and the growlers were challenging enough. What about the bus? What, the freezing cold bus? Yeah. You're right. Where he said babies freeze to death. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Like, the weather was enough. But the real challenge of the UK, and it's not just up there, it's down here and it's everywhere in the UK, the people are a lot. Wherever you go in the UK, you can't come at me for this, because I'm saying we're all as bad as each other. Nowhere in the UK is an easy place to live if you're not from the UK. I think that's fair to say, right? And I think he was freaked the fuck out by her family, Mm -hmm. who are a nightmare. British people, like for years and years, we always had a reputation for this kind of stiff upper lip. and Actually, British people are very over the top a lot of the time. That's, I'm comfortable saying that. We're a lot. And when we drink, we're a hell of a lot. And it's really intimidating if that's not what you're used to. Yeah, I found it, I don't know. I sort of had the opposite experience. I think I went from being quite an extroverted person when I came here and I felt like I was shamed into silence by polite society. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I feel like the opposite happened to me. Um, Look, I don't think this is going anywhere 
good. Uh, there are people who don't don't know, don't want to know about some of the information that's come out. So I don't want to allude to that, but it absolutely broke my heart the way that Katie's family were speaking about Alejandro in front of him. Um, I find attitudes like that repugnant. Sorry, well, I just that do. Whole, our bags are in his house and we don't know these people. Yes. So they're probably going through and taking our stuff. Yes. Your priceless valuables. That's Their the son's getting married today so what they're mainly focused on is stealing your leggings from Sheehan but this is his this is his elderly parents house yeah and for Katie not to have and you know you disagreed with me about this but for her it look I applaud her for being calm she, but for she him, didn't capitulate to it and we've seen plenty of people on the show before who would side with her family she didn't she could have been more vocal in his defense. Yeah. She, the whole thing, it really, it, it feels so uncomfortable to me. We love Katie and she's been a huge supporter of ours. And, um, you know, somebody who's, who's helped us certainly when we first started out and we think the world of her, she's, she's a lovely person i mean that with all my heart and i i wouldn't wish this on anyone least of all her it's very unfortunate and i don't know if this i i could never if anybody in my family dared speak to you that way or make those kinds of insinuations about your family regardless of how i felt about your family I would defend you because I know how awful you would feel about that. What I will say in Katie's defense here is we actually don't know <laughs> whether yeah, she did. we don't. We don't. We know what was aired, and they didn't air her jumping to his defense particularly. I don't know what she said and what conversations happened off camera. So, yeah. I felt terrible for her. Nobody should feel like that on their wedding day. No, they're stuck between it. And and, and again, like I adore Katie, right? I, we're on the record as saying that she is one of the greatest, I think, one of the warmest, most lovely souls. And Granny Liz it seems to be a lovely, lovely lady, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying the mum and the sister, the friend, maybe okay. But the mum and the sister did not come across at all well. And I don't know if it's editing. I don't know what it was. But they came across really badly. It might really be, badly. They might have had too much Dramamine on the flight. Yeah. That's the other thing. Maybe they did. Maybe. Ugh, I don't want to speculate. But maybe their luggage was lost and... Alejandro was the only person who could like talk to the airport and sort it out. So he was like, drop the bo- the bags at my house, and they were mad because they didn't know where their stuff was. Yeah, I think I think it's probably something like that. Like, um, 
I know there'll there'll be someone there, someone responsible who, who knows how to handle a courier, or I know that the neighbourhood, even if there isn't, the neighbours will take a sure. like you know. Whereas this Airbnb, God only knows, and I don't know what address you put for it. And it could get lost all over again. And but we don't know if luggage. Do we know the luggage was lost? I'm trying to remember. No, I'm I'm just. I, I didn't understand why the luggage was being sent anyway, so I'm it's just, all weird. I'm just trying to give them the benefit of the doubt yeah. because we know that occasionally on these shows things are exaggerated or taken out of context yeah. for drama. So well, a I, load was taken out, the, the whole drama of the paperwork and everything, and then they go and see a solicitor <laughs> at his house who says they can get married, and I'm like, is it up to him? What? How does this work? Uh, I mean, that was all really... Like, after this big, big, big drama, then, like, there's a solicitor ex machina <laughs> who just descends from the heavens and solves everything off camera. Yeah, that was a bit odd. Um, I yeah. did see in Reddit that that birth certificate thing is an issue, and right. it is something that needs to be researched ahead of time. Um to do a little bit of translation in case you were wondering, because solicitor isn't really a word that comes up in America outside of like someone who comes to your house and tries to sell you something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a strange word. Um, in England, and for all I know in Mexico, because I have no idea what, the, I mean, abogado is the word for lawyer, but I don't know beyond Which that. Love. You have like solicitors. And barristers, but barristers are the ones with the wigs uh, and the robes who aren't judges. Okay, um, let's move on to Shane and Mert. So I was proud of Shane mm. for standing up mm. to Mert and saying... You're not going to, you know, we, we perhaps unadvisedly uh, gave Mert the benefit of the doubt last week. Um, sounds like he is a little bit controlling. Yeah. Uh, he did end up apologizing. Yeah, but it was one of those apologies that's like, I don't want to have this conversation anymore. I'm sorry, but it'll happen again. They didn't resolve it. I still think he loves her. I still believe that. Mm. I just, I think the absolute world of her mm -hmm. and I don't want her to tie herself to somebody who is not worthy of her. No. And I know that she sees things that we don't see and the people are different and they haven't, you know... I thought his family seemed lovely. Yep. You know, I'm a sucker for sweet dads. Yeah. Um, the sister seems lovely. Again, I'm a little confused. It's a why... lot to put on the sister to keep that secret, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing about it being a secret. Like we've said before, like we said with uh, the names gone, like you don't Gabe and Isabel. Yeah, with Gabe, it's like you don't actually have to. <laughs> it's entirely in your gift what you say because it's no one else's fucking business, right? But I, I applaud Shane for this. I do. It's really brave and cool, and and you know, but 
I don't know. I just think you need to spend less time around them if, if you're not going to tell them. I guess, and I think... It's just too much to ask. I think they may have mentioned this before, that they would rather tell them personally than have them find out from someone else. Well, it's going to be on TV, so I don't understand what's going on here. <laughs> no, I know what's going to be on TV, which is how they're going to find out from someone else. Yeah. Like, so you probably want to tell them beforehand. Yeah. I don't know. I worry in cases like this because... Isabel's parents were super chill. Mert's parents seemed super chill. I don't know that every family in every situation is going to be like that. Nope. Uh, that doesn't mean that people shouldn't come out and shouldn't be themselves and shouldn't be honest with their families. But it's scary. It's pretty damn scary when you have to hope that someone's not going to fill your stubble when they kiss your face. I mean, that's all I'm saying. Like, oh, it, that it, made me it, so it's, sad. It's one thing, like, concealing your sexuality because you can't be found out. Do you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, there's no physical difference there. But this is something where you could be found out at any moment. It just feels like it's terrifying, you know? What I will say, it's not as terrifying as this, though. Shaving, it would appear, I didn't see any oil. I think I did I see, see some shave oil on the sink, you know. Did you? Yeah, I think I did. I was getting freaked out by that. I really was. Also, nothing against the Turkish water system. They may have the best water in the world. But it's a little bit... Well, I do know for a fact that, like... If you're from here, you shouldn't drink the water there. I'm pretty... I've been, and I'm pretty sure it was one of the vacations I went on where it's like, don't do that. Um, and again, that's nothing against the water. It's just we all have different immunity. We've all seen War of the Worlds, right? We know how this stuff works. Um, so you, you can very easily pick up infections from water if you're not used to it and stuff. I once had a bad shave with some water... That was nothing intrinsically wrong with it, but again, was in a place where my face wasn't used to it. And my entire face, I shit you not, for weeks was covered, literally covered in a scab. My whole face scabbed over from shaving. And I was just thinking, oh God, oh God, oh God, I do not see enough barrier there. It was freaking me out. Like, how do you hide that from the family if your face is all scabby? And speaking of red, that is what all the flags are for this relationship. <laughs> oh, oh, are you saying this relationship, the one that we're about to talk about, is a giant big face scab? Um, no, because she's a lovely gal, Rebecca. She's a lovely gal. He's slightly overrated. I think he's vastly overrated <laughs> i mean when i when he we should say rebecca and what's his name robert christian christian all right um when he first came on the screen and i couldn't quite see his face you did one of your little grunts the ones you do to <laughs> to, to upset me they, they seem to I come don't do it to upset you uh, look i have a type well. and every man who has known me well enough has yeah. reminded me of that fact. I like... You have two types. And what are they? The tall, dark, and handsome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
That's oversimplifying a little bit, but yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, tall, dark, and handsome can elide seamlessly into middle-aged divorced Jew. Um, mm-hmm. Right. But that's sort of roughly the same ca- category. And then the exquisitely beautiful chiseled black man. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So you got two. I mean, I would and hope, I can't blame you on either. I'll be I honest. I would hope those types are for everyone. Well, um, yeah, I, I, I own that. Uh, I don't know what your type is. Huge eyes and big cheekbones. Yeah, that's. I mean, it just okay, is. I've, I've come to realize it. Yeah. And also, I'm just thinking of some notable exceptions to that rule, but sure. Uh, you know, I've drifted. Not, not, not relevant to the conversation. No, um, guys, I don't. I'm going to be totally honest with you. This is some funhouse mirror version of Juan. Yeah. Uh, whereby this guy is and poop, m- Mrs. Poo Lady, Cow Patty, Cow Patty. Yeah. Yeah. Except in this situation, this guy is absolutely never going to commit to one person never going to quit the cruise life i am absolutely he's gonna have to, he's gonna have to he will not be able to work for six months when he's over on that visa he can't leave the country and go on a cruise and come back no i know <laughs> but so, just, but nothing's gonna stop him after that he's gonna be like I, now i know next to nothing about where she lives but you've suggested to me that it's um a perhaps tonier area of that particular region in the country sure than perhaps others sure so i'm just saying i still don't think that somebody i i don't think that you go from buenos aires to uh, forgive me, d- Chestnut, w- whatever. Chestnut Falls. Yeah, sorry. I just saw, I, d- I don't remember. No, I don't remember. It's somewhere in Derbyshire, isn't that a thing? Yeah, sure. Beautiful part of the country. Oh, yes. Um, <sighs> this is just so. This. I'm just going to say it. He's a fuck boy. He's. You guys? If that. He's a fuck baby. I mean, he's not even at boy level. Like, I've, I don't think we've ever seen anyone as juvenile on any of these shows, except the child he was drinking with. <laughs> that was so weird. His 10-year-old mate in the pub. Oh, that year, Ramate looked so good, though. Yeah, I did look good. Oh, I really wish that I could the mum still looks like a drink laugh. caffeine. Mum looks, I like her. Uh, she's not going to think it's very funny when he leaves, but I think she knows deep in her heart that he's going to come back. Do you know the worst bit of all this? Hmm. So this is going to get twisted around and we're going to have a slut-shaming storyline. And I can't believe that she's the one that's going to be slut-shamed. And yet that's what's going to happen. And I'm just like, I don't know that I can watch that. Look, you never know with this show. Um, Rebecca's a 
beautiful young woman. She does belly dancing, which is fantastic. She looks amazing while she's doing it. I think that's a really cool type of performance to get into. It's nice. It's nice. Unique, different. 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 It is unusual. It is different. Um, what worries me and makes me quite protective of her is that, uh, you know, she got married for the first time yeah. very young to someone who was... Yeah. yeah, and she probably left out a lot of yeah. that story that wasn't very pretty. Yeah, she looked, again, I don't particularly want to talk about how women look, it's not my place, I don't know, she looked very... Good, ve- so don't. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I just think that there's there's some sad shit in that story. I think there is too, and... And as the black sheep of my own family, I can attest to how not good it feels to be the black sheep. What did you think of Crazy Uncle? I didn't think he was... Oh, mad, mate. Oh, completely bonkers. Look at me. Oh, you're mental. And yet the most boring man I think I've ever seen on a TV screen. You know, people who always say that they're mental are just oh, really God. dull. Women, young women, <laughs> talk to me if you've ever been, <laughs> talk to me if you've ever been on whatever your city's equivalent of the night bus is. No. So whether your public transportation is fit for purpose and runs late at night, um, whatever, you know, you, you've seen some shit, right? Right. There's nothing more irritating mm-hmm. than the posh girl. And yeah, I'm going to call her out. I'm going to say she goes to LSE or Kings because <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. she always does. Yeah. Uh, maybe both. She is going to say words. She's going to be coming back from East London. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be saying words to the effect of the thing about me, right, is that I am so mad. I'm mad as a box of frogs. I'm so mad. I'm just the mental one of the group. And it's just so embarrassing. I'm like crazy, like all the time, just completely crazy. Ascot last year. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute carnage and these people couldn't be less remarkable they are so boring so everything is rote and trite and exactly the same as everyone else <sighs> like that uncle it's like i recognize it new you're you're a wild one a free spirit you're crazy just like me and i'm like if he looked in the mirror it's not just how he looked it's just everything he said that is a man who is the human equivalent of a harvester menu, which will not fly with our American sure, listeners. Fine. Um, look, I don't. I hope that this isn't going anywhere. I hope that she yeah. understands because I know exactly what she's doing because I've been there myself. And I hate to tell you this, Robin, but a fair amount of people who knew me before they knew who you were said, 
you're you're gonna get into a serious relationship with a with a British guy again, right? Yeah, because that worked out for you so yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, first I'm two sure. times, yeah. I got a lot of that. Why don't you just come home? Right, right. So glad I didn't. Um, but no, she's going back to the well. But it's like subconsciously she wants to punish herself, and it's heartbreaking. I don't think it's even punish herself. I think it's she wants to make it okay again. Right. Have, and a, have heal another the crack of the thing, by... which was a shit decision then. Yep. It's a shit decision now. You can't make that right. What you can do is do something different. Now, speaking of something different, mm. shall we talk about the Queen of Glasgow? Oh, yeah. Um, You're talking about his mum, right? Yes, yeah. I am. <laughs> wow. It's like Brian Cox lost half his body weight and not a lot else i mean it was just like watching brian cox i thought it was a i thought it was like brian cox playing lady elena from yeah, 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 yeah. game of thrones yeah of high garden yeah 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 <laughs> she was fucking magnificent and terrifying it was like you're a my patch now missy <laughs> it's just oh i loved her i love i I didn't, but again, it was very Game of Thronesy. That you, yeah, that you're with this one person. You go, well, this person is so fucking alpha and powerful. Everyone is going to crumble, and then they just meet their match and just get destroyed. Like a fucking dragon comes out of the sky and eats their ass. She was completely, and when I say <laughs> she, I mean uh, a cell, a cell was completely outmaneuvered by this family. Yeah. And if you ask me, I think they were putting a button on this story. I don't think we will ever be hearing from them again. Do you think? Well, they're bringing... We still haven't met all the couples, which, by the way, is why I haven't done my meme where Prince uh, Louis reacts to all the different couples. (laughs) I want to wait until we get everybody in. Ah. We still have another couple that we haven't met, but I think... That's yeah, we have. who That's they're, right. they're phasing out. Right. Um, Look, I've really enjoyed them. He strangely went up, in my opinion, as time went by. I thought he was just going to be one of these guys who, like, I don't know. I, it really upsets me when people cast their children aside and, and someone's mean to a child and you you let that happen. It's like what's happening with, with, with Louise, right? <laughs> you know? Um, that's yeah. not okay. And I thought it was going to be that. And I thought he was, mm, I don't know, a bit of a dick dad, actually. But I really liked his, like in that restaurant, he's quite articulate, actually, and quite smart. Can we talk about what he was eating, though? The giant pie. Or the, not... or, the, or the chips upside down on the fork. No, no, it's not. Well, first of all. I'm in the restaurant with a cell, but you're now talking no, about. No, I'm yeah. talking about at the pub with with Arwen. Yeah. I, I only raise this because I'm pretty sure he was either eating what in America we would call a club sandwich. So like chicken bacon probably not lettuce because it's scotland (gasps) tomato what wow 
What? It's like you're just opening the doors and inviting. Hadrian's Wall cannot protect us. I figure if people are going to talk shit about us anyway, <laughs> I might as well throw another completely harmless joke yeah. in there. Yeah. But it looked like he was eating a very substantial, like, four-part sandwich. It might have just been bread and butter. But how oh, no, there it... were two things. Okay. Ah. Yeah. Ah, ha, ha. Okay. So I saw a giant um, lidded pie. Yes, I saw that too. Yeah. yeah, so that's the giant, I mean, vile, I think, personally, just my taste, but, you know, celiac. Um, I, I've never really been one for, like, soft pastry. I don't mind when it's crunchy, but it, it's it's just, it's a, it's a pastry lid and then just, like, a stew underneath. Yeah. Right? So it's not... Delicious. Yeah, but it's not like a pie in the sense of, like, the pie has got sides and a base. Oh, I see what you mean. It's just okay, a, it's sure. A, a pie hat. I'm sure there's a word for this. I don't know what it is, right? But it's like a it's a stew or a casserole, basically. It's pie filling mm-hmm. with a pastry hat. Yep. Right. So th- there was that, but oh, before sorry. that, you guys, my farts are <laughs> weapons grade right now because of whatever well, bu- I'm dealing with. The Bulldog's with uh, with uh, with our, our delightful friends tonight, so he's not here. So Michelle's substituting um sulfur tooting um sulfur tooting um but before that he spread what looked like some butter on some bread and then i think it was pate okay i think okay i think no that makes sense i think yeah but what really offended both of us about that particular meal was the way that they were both eating chips with their forks upside down. And this is something that we have struggled with with Alfie. And I'm going to show him that as a warning. This is what you could become, Alfie. Hold your fork right. There's a song I could sing, but I am not going to do it because I don't want to cause offense. We've had a lot of people writing in recently saying they want more singing. Yeah, they won't want to. <laughs> they won't want this to be the song. We've we've also we've also had, and again, I I hate to draw attention to these. For what it's worth, if if you don't like. And I know we talked about this before, but stop giving us one star reviews because you don't like something that we said about Scotland and the weather. I'm I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to deny something that is factual, <laughs> which is that Glasgow in winter is dark and cold. And wet. And wet. And wet. Yep, I know. Anyway, it was masterful. And that's okay. So is Norway. So is Sweden. So, so is, is London. Yeah, London's a bit. Do you know, every time I go home, and this is fine, humble brag though it may be, my friends always say to me, oh, Michelle, your skin, it looks so good. I'm like, yeah, because I never see the sun. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Um, what did you think of the Glasgow Edinburgh 
um, showdown. Now that is a great conversation. Um, <sighs> the only thing they can agree on is that they hate us. <laughs> and that is probably deserved. Um, but yeah, your Glaswegians don't... When she was like, I want to live in Edinburgh, and, and, and like you could see the mother's face go, oh, you're one of them. Yeah. 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 Don't, don't you fucking elitist it over me and my house, love. Because that's what you just did. Oh, you want the Harvey Nicks, do you? All right. They're very different. They are very different cities. Very different. Um, They're both wonderful in their own way. They are. I like Glasgow. Glasgow certainly has a superior arts yeah. scene, I would say. I mean, I... I don't think of many good bands from Edinburgh. Come on me if you can think of great bands. I can give you a hundred great bands from Glasgow. Right, yeah. easily. Yeah. Um, Travis, I, for example. Well, indeed. I, I, I think Glasgow's produced more brilliant bands than any other city in the world. Probably. I think sure. in the UK. And you, then, you would know better and than then I, I do. I, honestly, I can't think of any city in the world that's produced more phenomenal bands than Glasgow. So... Anyone that thinks I've got it in for Scotland, I, I truly, truly don't. Like I say, I'm, I'm, and I, I have a particular soft spot for Glaswegians. I think that there's a certain kind of Glaswegian man mm-hmm. that is, for me, the best a human being can be. Just the warmth, the level of warmth, the sparkle in the eyes, the soul, the love, the wit, the intelligence, this this fierce intelligence. It's it's magnificent. It's absolutely magnificent. It sure is. Uh, until they decide that they're going to move to Singapore and don't tell you until two weeks yeah, beforehand yeah, yeah, and, yeah, then, yeah. Uh, and then dump, 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 dump you after you've yeah. met then, their parents and agreed to convert to their religion. But yeah. sure. So, Glasgow versus Edinburgh. Um, yes, she couldn't afford to live in Edinburgh. He couldn't afford to live in nope, Edinburgh. No way. Um, the mum might have enough money stashed away that she could move to Edinburgh because I don't know. I'm thinking all of those drawings on every available surface in her house. I reckon there's money behind them all. That's why she hides it. I've never seen a house like that. Well, she talks about she talks about <laughs> people coming for their money. Yeah. And I don't know what that means. Um here's what I'll say about Edinburgh. I it's not Edinburgh, by the way. Don't make that mistake. Mm-hmm. Um I've never been to the comedy festival nor the television festival, but I've heard raves about both. Um, the hard work. I think I would be at this stage in my life um, too broke to attend either without uh, extreme levels of discomfort. Yeah, it's sad. You used to be able to, but yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like everything. It's like festivals. You need to be rich and middle class. No, but I, th- but I, I mean, Edinburgh has these beautiful... Beautiful, 
this extraordinary architecture. It's that, the stone. It's it, like yeah. it's like we've said before in this pod how much we love Bristol. One of the reasons I love Bristol mm-hmm. is the stone, yep. which is like native to the area, which they built all these gorgeous buildings out of. The the, the color, the honey colored stone, is just does something to me. And Edinburgh has magnificent stone. It just does, and it makes a difference. It's absolutely stunning, yeah. and it's twinkly and beautiful and romantic and mm-hmm. mysterious and yep. very... Quite Parisian in exactly. its own way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's kind of what I wanted to say, but very I don't know Very civilized. Arguably a bit too civilized. Arguably. It's a little civilized, bit... Civilized, I don't know about. I would say little, up itself. A little buttoned up. Yeah. Yeah. A little. Um, it's what I love about Glasgow. There's a lot more relaxed, but fine. Both of them are brilliant places in their own way. Yeah, but Asel's not getting there. I think. No. I think. I think they're done with this story. I think that relationship is done. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing her again, though. I think it's a. <laughs> I'd love to see her again, and I think it's a terrible shame that she had to go out the way that she did because she basically... I don't know. It's a good way for it. I got her ass handed to her by the mum. Like I say, the dragon came down from the sky. I did not see it coming. I didn't see it coming. No, we were both like Whoa. visibly shook yeah. in our seats. I would like to see her on The Single Life with Natalie double dating. Who, a cell? Yes. I think it would be absolutely brilliant. Uh, Natalie would end up mysteriously drowned. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. So that's the double up of 90 Day UK. We're going to take a quick comfort break while I have uh, what is sure to be explosive diarrhea. It was at this point that Michelle ran screaming from the room, running towards the nearest available toilet. Um, I love it when I get to close out these shows all by myself. I don't think I've got anything wonderful to share with any of you. I I can't really describe the environment. Alfie did some good poop smithing outside, so there's not a lot of Todd's on the lawn. Um, That's pretty much it. Um, Thank you once again for allowing me my little mini break. Um, it was wonderful to be back doing this. We adore it. We adore all of you. And I know sometimes we could be a little bit snippy and a bit defensive, but eh, it's all part of the fun, right? Right? We all love each other, right? Right? Um, thank you for your time and everything. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, have a gorgeous day. Um, we will endeavor to be back very soon, um, catching up on some of the other 90 day franchises. So keep your ears out for that. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm vamping, I'm waffling, I'm wafting, I'm going. Um, but I will see you soon.